1: all right. We're uh, great to ooh, go. That right. was a close one. That was a good job that you got the open going there, Jeff. <laughs> yes, good morning. We are <laughs> Tee Green here. Yes, officially on the air uh, on WGR Sports Radio 550. And it is 6.58 in the morning, so we've got a few extra minutes with us here. So uh, we're looking forward to uh, being with you here. Yes, Pendleton Creek Golf Club, one of our home clubs here on our Tee Green rotation. We're happy to be back here uh, sitting in their beautiful patio, and uh, we're ready to go for a jam-packed show. Uh, coming up here in just a moment, we're going to be joined by PGA Pro Dylan Hayes from the the head golf professional here at Pendleton Creek. Uh, we'll also talk with a couple of junior golfers from the course here as well. Uh, also, Porter Cup coming up next week at Niagara Falls Country Club. Uh, a very, very cool annual event. We'll have that uh, information. They had their annual media day that I went to on Thursday. You got to play a little golf too, huh? I did. Yeah, It's always nice playing that course. And they have a beautiful luncheon, which... You know, they had to twist my arm to show up for that as well. I thought that was a media stereotype. It is not. That's actually no, what happened. We were there to People. work, get little, information about the event. And they some did, free food. And they, had to, they happened to have a buffet, which, you know, they said, you got to go up and participate. I'm like, all right. That's the best up there
2: word in the English language, buffet. Right? That's
1: right. Yes. So uh, we'll have a little uh, information on the Porter Cup coming up. Uh, also, our Western New York PGA tip of the week. We'll get Jeff's insight on how to make your game better. And in our final segment, next week's the Open Championship, so we've uh, got to talk a little bit about that as well. Uh, A lot of the big names in golf are actually already overseas playing in the Scottish Open, which is where the third man of our team, Kevin Sylvester, is this week working hard for PGA Tour Radio. So uh, Kevin actually unable to join us today. Normally he does from the PGA Tour event because of the time change. He's actually on the air working right now over in scotland Yeah, is it a five-hour time change so yeah it's noon there
2: and he's uh he's he sent some cool pictures out it looks like a great trip he's on and a a wonderful wonderful golf
1: course yeah always jealous of his job so he is uh yeah working the scottish open and i know on monday he's going to go walk st andrews for the practice round so we'll have i'm sure some good stories coming back with kevin next week
2: kev can tell a story yeah so it'll be a good one that's right
1: all right so we've got a lot to get to but let's bring in Dylan Hayes, the head golf professional here at uh, Pendleton Creek. Dylan, good morning.
3: Gentlemen, good morning. Thank you for having me on.
1: Yes. Making your tee to green debut. I know that's exciting for you.
3: Oh, yeah. It's a big day. <laughs> big day.
1: Dylan's an excellent PJ
2: professional. He's got a unique fashion sense, though. I always like to yeah. always like to see what Dylan's wearing and step
1: up my game and see if I can be more like him. <laughs> I think always he... got to bring a little something. Yeah, I know. Table, I know. Yeah. So, Dylan, thanks for coming on with us here. Um, thanks for supporting the show. I know, you know through all of your... Your word of mouth and social media i know you're you're a, a good supporter of us trying to help grow the game of western New york so absolutely um why don't we just kind of introduce yourself i know this is the first time you're coming on our show give yeah. us a little back golf background on yourself how'd you become a golf pga professional
3: yeah absolutely so uh yeah my name's dylan hayes uh, head pro here at pendleton creek golf club um i i'm actually a local guy i grew up in buffalo here um i actually grew up here at pendleton creek which was formerly known as tantera golf club uh, so my dad actually joined here in 2001, uh, back in the day. So I grew up, I, I actually was in our junior program here, and uh, my high school course was was here as well. So uh, I kind of got to grow up here and see the uh, evolution and the changes here at uh, Pendleton Creek, and it's been awesome to, to see this club grow so much over the years. Um, so I started working here when I was 16 in the bag room and have kind of worked my way up the, uh, the ladder the last few years here. Um, I joined the PGA program in uh, 2018, so I've been in for a few years. Um, so I passed my PAT in 2018. Which
1: is the Playing Ability Test, Correct. yes? Correct, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, so I, how does that work? I'm sure people might be interested in how that happens. Yeah,
3: yeah. so once you, once you want to take the commitment to get into the PGA program, um, there's a qualifying test that you have to pass, and that's like a written test. Um, so I, I passed that test, and then you uh, have to a uh, Playing Ability Test which is a 36 hole um test that you are that they give you a a target score based on the uh slope of the uh the course that you're playing. I I was at Hickory Stick um and I think the the target score was 154 or something like that. 77s um, or something yeah 77s, sounds easy but when they put
2: that number man. up there it's harder like if you're just trying to play to win a tournament that's one right. thing if they say
1: you can't shoot above this right. i always thought that was harder well like, yeah. oh, i made a mistake i'm one right. shot closer yeah. and yeah. let's yeah. remind everybody you're playing the back tees too so yep. that's yeah. yep yeah, you know, yeah. So adding is, to that it
3: is a challenge and you know your career is kind of on the line so it's it is <laughs> it's, a, it's a little bit of a you know the nerves are kicking in but no i was able to pass that and um an opportunity came um obviously it's not a it wasn't a 12 month um you know job that i had up up here mm-hmm. um so during the winters i had to i had to figure something out so an opportunity came to move down to san antonio texas um so i moved down there for for a year during the winter i worked at a course called silverhorn golf club um and that was in the same company um it was c big that owned uh tantera so they they also owned fox valley and briarwood um now Big has sold those clubs in the Northeast. Um, so I, I was able to work for Seabig down in Texas and then I came back up North um, for a summer and then I, I moved back down to Boca West um, and worked down in South Florida for a, a winter. And then that was last year and the new ownership started last year uh, in 2021 um, is when Pendleton Creek started and, and was into ex- existence. and. Uh, the rest is history. Now it's you know Pendleton Creek. The ownership asked me to, to come back home and be the head pro here, and um, you know, I couldn't be happier to be back in this position here at, at Pendleton Creek for sure.
2: And one of the things I hear from word of mouth and everything around town is you're really, really, really good with kids in the junior program. So tell us a little bit about your junior program here. Absolutely. And, and, you
3: know. Absolutely. So Don Schneider, uh, he's the director of golf here, and I, I, uh, we, we work great together. Um, so we, we that 's not what he said yeah he 's
2: making a funny face yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah so we
3: we, uh, we definitely um you know have have our fun, and our junior program has grown over the years um, you know this year we have a hundred and twenty kids in our junior program, which is uh, a lot a hundred and twenty jeff That amount. is huge yeah
1: I, I had one like that once. you need a lot of staff, so yeah. let me just set the scene here because i would, my son is in it who actually we 're going to talk to in a second. Um, I, I volunteer every year to help out with it because I love it. I think it's so cool, That's and fun. you know, one of the things we always talk about are part of the reason we do the show, grow the game, and get an opportunity to get new golfers going, and to have. So they had 120 kids here on Wednesday morning, and 40 of them are in one kind of division, and then 80 in another. And there's 80 kids, so in the younger kids, kind of the the, the brand new division. 80 kids surrounding Don and Dylan on the putting green here. And I was trying to take a picture of it. I'm like, wow. But I said, what a what a cool thing. 80 young kids like, I want to learn about golf. Like, that's, that's pretty cool.
2: Well, you didn't get there because you didn't have a good program. You weren't making it fun. Otherwise, you wouldn't have 120 kids here. So you're yeah. doing yeah. something right. And yeah. it, it is cool. I mean, I had a program with 120 kids at one time. And that's. Just you're nervous the whole time because there's so many kids, lot, yeah. yeah. It's a lot of kids, yeah. but but it must be great and the kids must be loving it. So,
3: oh, yeah. And Brian, uh, we put him <laughs> to work every week too. So, I really appreciate Brian's help, he, he's always there. So,
1: oh, I appreciate that. So, I'm one of the things that uh, I think that is so good, Dylan, that I'll speak for you. One of the reasons that I think you do get 120 kids to sign up is that you do make golf fun. And I think that uh, if somebody asked me, like, why does Dylan work so well with junior golfers, I said because Dylan makes it fun. Yeah, Jeff, you say that all the time. PGA for- pros have to continue to do a good job on making golf fun for everybody, regardless of age, skill level. That's something yeah. that's really important. Well, we talk
2: fun is the first fundamental for the kids. Yeah, the first thing they have to do is have fun, so they want to come back. You can teach them all the other stuff; they got years and years to learn that, but. They got to get hooked on the game and understand why the game is so much
1: fun. Yeah. All right. So, Dylan, you kind of went through that process to becoming a PGA pro. Now you're here. Now you're doing the, uh, the thing here at Pendleton Creek. And one of the things is uh, junior golf. So correct. Yeah. You've got lots of different options for juniors here. Tell us a little bit about that beyond even the golf camp, no, that we just yeah. mentioned.
3: Yeah. So this year, um, I I felt like it was a good idea to do our PGA Junior League. Um, I you know saw a lot of other teams in the area doing PGA Junior League. And I figured, you know, why not with such a healthy junior, you know, junior golf membership here? Why not try a PGA Junior League and and get our course out there and and known? So I feel like we have a lot of uh, talent here for our juniors, and I felt like it would be a great opportunity to showcase that.
1: Yeah. All right. One of those things beyond golf camp is PGA Junior League. That's something that we've talked about. So we're going to bring in a couple of the players here that play for the Pendleton Creek squad. One of them is my son. Yes, well, I know your son quite well. I yeah. know his golf game well too. Yeah. Yes, uh, Jack Koziel, Of course, that's yeah, that's my son. Yeah, that's and his Aiden, last name. and Aiden Mapes.
3: A couple studs. That's
1: yeah. right. Okay, C- boys, a couple you, good golfers. Don't forget, you got to hold the mic up right next uh, up to your mouth. Good morning, Jack. How are you? Hello. I, I woke <laughs> him up right and early this morning. Yes, oh, we we're yeah. shocked to see. Him. Were you excited to do this?
2: Maybe. <laughs> Jack, with all your dad's radio experience, is this your first time on the radio? Oh uh, yeah. All right. I know you got to answer with more than one word at a time, though, Jack. We're I trying know. to engage in conversation. Yeah. All right.
1: So, <laughs> let, let, pass the mic over to Aiden. Let's him let's him uh, get his fans uh, a little hearing of his voice. This is Aiden Mapes. Aiden, good morning. Hi. Good morning. Good morning. All right. So you and Jack play for you guys. Do a couple of things. We're going to talk about those things, but let's start with PGA Junior League. So, Aiden, tell us. Can you tell us a little bit of how that works?
4: Um. So, do you want to explain like the scramble? Or? Well, let's.
1: Dylan, why don't you jump in? How does PGA Junior League yeah, work? And yeah. then we'll talk to them about what they like about it. Yeah, yeah,
3: for sure. So PGA Junior League is pretty much like a all-star team for our course where we can, you know, showcase against other, um, you know, clubs in the area. So we have a 13U and a 17U team. Um, these, these young gentlemen here are on the, on the 13U team. Um, and it, it is a uh, scramble format, so it's a fun two-person format that doesn't put as much pressure on the kid. Um, so they, they work together as a team. Um, it, it's really nice to see, you know, we had, we had a match at Hickory stick and just to see all the parents and the, and the kids come together as a team. Um, it was, it was really fun to see. So it, it's been awesome to see these kids grow and get more competitive in the game.
1: Are yeah. you
2: two on a team together, Aiden?
4: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. So Aiden. what do you like about PJ Junior League? Um,
4: Lake? I just love how you get to go out there with your friends, have fun. doesn't matter if you have a bad shot cause you still have your partner for, uh, your next shot and whatever he does if he has a good shot you could just take his ball and then it doesn't really matter if you have a bad shot that's what I love about it yeah and you it's get awesome. to play
0: other courses
2: too
4: yeah yeah it's fun experience to see these new courses and just the hills and their greens crazy
1: I know it's at Hickory awesome. stick that was it was a yeah. pretty cool experience yeah Jack you want to chime in here tell what do you think about what do you like about Junior PJ Junior League
5: I like that I get to meet new people and get to play a format that i don't play as at often and i get to play some really nice courses and some of them i wouldn't normally get a chance to play
1: that's true
3: yeah we got a big match tomorrow at transit valley country club Ooh, you're gonna so these ready to go yeah, yeah. Oh, now yeah. what's
1: also cool they get jerseys with their name on it and the number yep. and everything right
3: yeah yeah it's cool you get to you know put put whatever you want on, on the back of the jersey and customize it with your number and, uh, you know, PGA Junior League, they've done a really good job of making it fun for the kids. So we had, had to do it.
2: Chance for advancement, too, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah like for go sure. to playoffs and everything else. For yeah. Sure. All
1: right. Yeah. I just know this from coaching kids. You guys got to pick a number for your jersey, right? All right. Jack, what number are you? I'm 10. Okay. Why'd you pick 10?
5: Because I like Harry Kane.
1: Who's Harry Kane for everybody that doesn't know?
5: Uh, he's a soccer player in the Premier League.
1: That's right. For
5: Tottenham Hotspur.
1: Yeah. So that's right. All right, Hayden, you're, Aiden, you you must play hockey, Aiden. Yeah. I oh, can tell by the flow. flow. Yeah, Aiden, got tell got us the flow. flow. What, what was your number for PJ uh, Junior League? Ninety-six. Is that your ho- hockey number? Is that why you picked hockey
4: it? Hockey number, baseball number. Wow, everything.
1: ninety-six. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. All right, now both of you are in camp with with Coach Dylan and Coach Don. You both are in PJ Junior League, and you also play another thing that the Western PJ offers, which is Western PJ Junior Tour. Dylan, why don't you tell us a little bit what that is all about? Did yeah. you play in that too yes. when you were a junior? Yeah, for yeah. sure.
3: I definitely remember that. That was my first chance of you know we you know playing all those other courses. I remember um, you know getting an opportunity to compete against some really you know talented young kids of my age. Um, and I, I know I know our man Jack here has has actually won a few events. Mm-hmm. Finished second last week, I think, in a tournament. So. Um, it's it's a really good chance to get out there and and compete against you know other kids your age that are, have a lot of talent.
1: Aiden, we, you're you're doing it for the first time this year, right?
4: Yeah, I did it for the first time. I played in the 17 year one, I think, and it was just uh, it yeah, was. They used to play
1: the 18 hole, right? Yeah, because you're just a, a few months older than Jack, yeah, so you got to play in that 18. Yeah, year it, old, it was old.
4: it was just fun because even though I knew I wasn't gonna like go up in the standings a lot. But I just had fun playing out there with the older kids. Like, they kind of taught me what to do because, okay. like, I told them it was my first time, so they taught me everything. It was fun. And and they just didn't care. They were, were having fun with me, too.
1: That's awesome. And that's how you get yeah.
4: better, right? Yeah.
2: yeah. Cause so you probably feel like you got better that day.
4: Yeah, and I had Tyler Grimm with me, so I so – yeah.
1: He's a good player. That's yeah. right. Yeah. He's a member here, too. Yeah. Jack, I know you've – so you've done the tour now for a few years. You even played an event yesterday, so – What's di- What do you like about the junior tour? What's different about that from junior league?
5: So I like that I get to play my own ball because, like, in, like, high school for varsity, I have to play my own ball. Yeah. And, and like, and the difference of PG Junior League is that if you don't, if if you have a bad shot, like, you can't, someone can't save you.
1: Right. <laughs> right. And this one, you got to play it out. Yeah. Yeah, you learned that and, and yesterday, can't unfortunately. And I can
5: pick up after a max.
1: That's right oh, there's yeah. no max you got to keep playing, but you know what you've you've learned from that right you have a rough hole that's Jeff that's always tough for all of us playing even when I'm playing out here and you have a rough hole like what do you do next
2: yeah especially yeah. when you're in a tournament and you feel like that hole maybe like cost you a lot yeah right. well I think you grind it out you know I was always taught you shoot the best score you can that day and I'd much rather shoot eighty than eighty one or whatever it is you know you're always gonna try to put the right. best score up you can and uh Unfortunately, everybody's going to have rough holes, and that's part of golf, and that's uh, that's that's just kind of sometimes the way it goes. I don't care who you are. You're going to have bad holes.
1: That's right. Tee to Green here, 7.15 on WGR. We're live at Pendleton Creek Golf Club, one of our home clubs. Brian Colziel, PGA Pro Jeff Metis. We're with the head golf professional Dylan Hayes and also a couple of the junior players here from the club, Aiden Mapes and Jack Coelzeal. Um Also, the reason we wanted you two guys to come on is a pretty cool story, Dylan. We have two guys in the seventh grade that – both made their varsity golf team. So that's pretty that's cool. That's pretty special there, yeah. That is pretty cool. Aiden, yeah. what school do you go to?
4: Um, I go to Star Point right now.
1: Okay, and you made the
2: varsity golf team out there. That's yeah. impressive. Good for yeah. you.
4: Yeah, yeah, it was really fun experience. Even though I was, like, really young, still had like, really fun time with the older kids. And just the other older kids were just amazed. And even if... Like, they outdrove me by like 100 yards. <laughs> they were all like shocked and they were like, wow, that's really nice drive by you for your age. And it was it was just really fun. They just noticed, like, even though they outdrove me by a lot, I just, like how good, like, I was for my age. Yeah. It was awesome. You
1: beat them up on the green, right? Yeah. That's right. Well, you must have some game because you made the team. That's great. Yes. Yeah. And, Jack, you play for what school?
5: I play for Will East.
1: For Will East. And that team. I know from following high school golf was a stacked team, a ton of seniors, right? Yeah. How many seniors were on that team? Eight. Eight. Wow. Eight out of twelve. So. Yes. So
2: you're you're the pipeline, like the Sabers, oh, yeah, yeah? The draft picks. That's right. Yeah, exactly. you're, you're, yeah, you guys somewhat. are the pipeline.
1: Exactly. <laughs> what was that like being with all those seniors, being the uh, the seventh grader for that on that so team? I
5: felt nervous at first, but then they they treated me like I was their younger brother. Yeah. Like, because and they were, like, also a foot taller than me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, they, and, and they could drive it 150 yards farther
1: than me. The and they could drive a car to practice, too, probably, yeah. Yeah, basically. Yeah. It was sometimes I would pick them up that exactly. Every kid would get into their car, and then, you know, I would be there <laughs> yeah. picking them up or whatever. Yeah. So that was a little different um, experience. But, yeah, I mean, getting to play varsity golf, I'm sure that's helped you play junior golf better too, right? I mean, yeah. Oh,
3: yeah.
1: playing from from the varsity, you have to play from what tees for varsity? The whites. From the whites, so you get so that's even a little bit more of a challenge having to play that extra distance.
2: Yeah, because you're playing against varsity golfers. Yeah, yeah. so Banties, if you're, yeah, yep, mm-hmm. that's cool. Well, that's 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 impressive that you made both you guys made the team. So you guys must really really like playing golf, and you're obviously good at it.
1: That's right. So yeah, these two. So the junior camp they're involved in, PJ Junior League, PJ Junior Tour, and they both made their own varsity, varsity. golf team. So. That's, that's, that's a big reason why I wanted to bring these guys on just to show like what you can do, Dylan, right? There's so many options for juniors. Definitely,
3: definitely. And that's the first year that they're eligible to make their varsity team, you know? So like in sixth grade, you're not eligible, I don't think. And then, and now in seventh grade, you know, to, to get that experience, you know, now, you know, the sky's the limit for the next few years. Um, But yeah, no, just to get involved with the game, get involved with your junior programs, you know, PGA Junior League, you know, when I was younger, I would I would love to get just dropped off at the golf course and play with my buddies all day. And now to see these younger guys come in here and, and love the game that much and just love being at the course. It's it's really great to see.
1: Jack, what's the best advice Dylan's giving you for golf? It's not uh, fashion advice. Have
3: fun. There we go. <laughs>
2: have fun. We have, we
3: have a putt off uh, that we've been <laughs> yeah, we've been running. Jack Jack used to be like half my size and, and he would beat yeah. me sometimes. I remember yeah. that, that. That was fun.
1: Yeah. Yep. Well, uh Aiden and Jack, great job for your was that your radio debut as well, Aiden? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, you guys did a great job. You might someday you can take Jeff and I and take our job. You can take the show over someday. Real good?
2: close to getting my job. Yeah, you're probably gonna be beating me at golf soon too. That's yeah. right. <laughs>
1: good job, guys. Keep playing. Glad you're having fun. All right. Aiden Mapes and uh, Jack Hoshill, two of the junior golfers here at Pendleton Creek. Dylan, before we let you go, I know you've got a big event coming up today here, a Ryder Cup event. Tell us what that's about.
3: Yeah, yeah, for sure. So we have our Ryder Cup. This is pretty much our it's our probably our most popular event for our members Um, there. It actually used to be a two day event. We've shortened it to a one day event this year. Um, but there's one red team, one blue team, and there's a few different formats that we play. The first six holes are a two-man best ball. Uh, the next six holes are an alternate shot format, and then the final six holes are a match play format. So it, it, gets, uh, it gets to be pretty intense at the end, and uh, everyone's relying on partners to, to, to step up, and it's just a fun, fun event that we do here.
1: Alternate shot is tough, Jeff. It is. You've done that plenty of times, right? I, not plenty of times, yeah. but I've done it, yeah. yeah. It's one of my
2: most tension-filled formats because you feel more pressure because of your partner. I feel less pressure hitting my playing my own golf ball. Not, I don't want to put my partner in a, a bad yeah. spot with yeah. a bad shot. Yeah, yeah. you
1: hit like a, you hit a bad tee shot or something, and now you're feeling bad because your partner's having to yeah. hit through three trees or something. Or vice versa, like if they hit a great shot, Dylan, into the green, and you've got – six feet you're like i have to make this right (laughs) definitely yeah you feel that
2: pressure more and then you miss it and you're like oh sorry dude yeah Yeah. yeah. (laughs) there's no sorry in those events that's what i always say you can never say you're sorry (laughs) as long as you're trying yeah
1: all right dylan last thing before we go here this could be for aiden jack or any any uh junior golfer here maybe they want to grow up and be a pga pro just like you here you just you told us about the path here what advice would you give them
3: yeah i would say my my biggest advice um you know after after college I, i graduated from buff state i you know, tried selling life insurance, but it wasn't really a passion of mine. I would just, I would just say, you know, stick with what you're passionate about. Um, you know, it might take a few more years, but just to, just to keep working hard at what you love and, you know, good things can happen to good people. So that would, that would be my biggest, biggest advice. That's
2: excellent advice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You want to add on to that, Jeff? No, I think that was <laughs> eloquently said, yeah. Yeah, and okay. I and I completely agree with him. Yes. Excellent.
1: Well, Dylan, thanks for having us. Thanks for coming on. Absolutely. I know you got to Busy Ryder Cup day. Yeah. We'll let you go get ready, but thanks for uh, for joining us here on TD Green.
3: For sure. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it.
1: All right. Dylan thanks, Hayes, Dylan. the head Thank golf you. professional here at Pendleton Creek. And well, a really good dude. Exactly. I would agree. Okay, we'll take a quick time out here. Uh, our Western New York PGA tip of the week coming up with Jeff Midas. We'll preview the Porter Cup, our uh, open championship look ahead as well. Some news and notes along the way as we take our first time out from one of our home clubs, Pendleton Creek Golf Club, along with PGA Pro Jeff Midas. I'm Brian Colziel. Corey Jackson producing back in our Amherst studios. Thanks for listening. TD Green back in a moment right here on WGR.
0: listen up golfers it's time for our tip of the week brought to you by the western new york
6: pga the western new york pga has one goal promoting and growing the game of golf today tomorrow and beyond 725
1: welcome back to pendleton creek golf club here in pendleton as we uh broadcast live from the patio I want to thank the the junior golfers aiden mapes jack coziel for joining us last segment also the head golf professional dylan hayes uh for coming on and uh, i Jeff, you went through that experience, obviously, at a different time period than Dylan did, but I think I always like hearing, like, in any career, like, how did you get to where you're at? And to hear the story of how you become a certified PGA professional, like, I know that's something that you value because you know people have gone through a lot of hard work, yeah. taken a lot of classes, yep. had some, you know, interaction with a lot of people in the golf industry to get yourself to this position where he is today. Yeah, and you got to be able to play, and, there, and there's a lot of things. And
2: that, too, things. yeah, for sure. And he, um, you know... It, it, Obviously, he's very good at, you know, I hear a lot of good things. And have, like he said, the passion he has for he loves he loves golf. Yeah. And he loves what he's doing. And he loves teaching juniors. And you can tell that that shows up in people's work. You know what I mean? So you, when you're around people like that, that's, that's what makes things fun. You know, that was part of when I got into the business, I was around guys that were very, very passionate about golf, and, and when you work with people that are passionate about golf and you're talking about, and that's that's what makes the industry great, and and that's why he has 120 kids in his junior program, because he's passionate about it, his fun for the game, his love for the game is showing through, and the kids pick up on that, and the parents pick up on that, and the golfers pick up on that, and and. And that's what makes you a, a good golf professional. And I liked his answer. You know, he was doing something he didn't really like, and now he's doing something he really likes. And, and then it's not so much a job as it is. a. It's I always say it's a, a more of a calling if you're going to be a PGA pro because there's so many hours. You lose your summers. You know, you, there's a lot of time at the club but you never you never thought of it that way because oh, today I'm running a tournament running tournaments is fun today I'm teaching juniors teaching juniors i am giving lessons giving lessons is fun
1: yeah it's so, not just playing every week I know people think oh you just sit around you give lessons and you play golf like no. that's that but there's a lot more involved oh yeah well
2: you're managing a golf operation you know you got 225 he's golfers. Lo-
1: Dylan's loading bags right
2: now yeah, he's loading yes. bags he's got 225 golfers walking through the door each day and everybody's a different personality different game different you know there's men women kids there's there's tournaments there's There's outside events. There's 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 uh, just so many different hats that a PGA professional wears, and you you have to excel at all of them. And it takes a little while. And um, but that's that's the passion for the game, and it's every part of the game, like club fitting merchandising event. I mean, you could go on and on and on all the different roles and responsibilities you have. And, but you're at a golf course, you know what I mean? You're around, you're outside, you're, you're in nature, you're around people that are happy to be here today. So it does make it a very, very nice uh, career path.
1: Yeah. All right. Let's get to our Westinger PGA tip of the week. Mm -hmm. So we're going to be, I'm sure people listening here are going to be watching a lot of the open championship next week. Mm -hmm. And we know that when we watch this tournament guys tend to be extremely creative around the greens there's a lot of runoff areas kind of different levels of what you'd call maybe the fringe or the or the first cut around the the green itself uh we've seen players hit hybrids and three woods and seven irons and you know do all sorts of different trick shots and all sorts of different stuff around the green mm-hmm. um so let's just talk maybe a little bit about the decisions i think we're seeing a trend in western new york with courses jeff where around the greens, we're seeing more of these areas that maybe we see all the time on a Lynx course, like at, at the Open Championship. So, uh, would you say that's correct? Maybe I, I would say that's yeah. correct. As I've gone around and played different facilities, you do see people transitioning to more
2: um, and let it, instead of just rough two inches off the court or you right. know the collar and then the rough. Now there's a they're going to mow it to fairway length around the edges more or to, around the back. And what it does is it gives you more options as a player um, to hit different shots now some people like hitting out of the rough because they like it fluffed up and grass and some people like it on the firm turf and but it, it it does give you options and it does it makes the game a little faster too to be honest and it looks cool um, but i do think that like trees people used to plant trees right next to green they don't do that anymore trees are you know they don't you don't plant trees on turf farms you know so um but that is that is a t- direction or a trend in the in the industry i think because it gives
1: people more options and more more types of shots that you can you can play around the golf course the open championship we know we've seen some of these shots we have seen if i was watching a highlight remember the name costantino roca i do i remember when he made yeah i was the broadcast on the last hole he's trying to to tie john daly he's got to get up and down and he's way down the collar and the announcers are talking should he chip this should he put it and it ended up coming up way short and ended up rolling back, and then he ended up putting, and he ended up making it. Like and, a 50-footer Yeah, or and and he falls on the ground, and then he's him and Daly have to go to a playoff. Daly ends up winning, uh, of course, John Daly's Open Championship story. But uh, then Todd Hamilton, another name That's from Open Championship, lore. Yeah, the hybrid. Yeah, he had that just teeny little bump around the green. You know, and I remember
2: yeah. when that happened, um, he was chipping with the hybrid at, at the event. That next morning, you know, everybody on the golf course <laughs> that I was, yeah. I was out there with their hybrid hitting little – and it made a lot of sense because that club couldn't dig, so it's still a good shot. Like, if you're around the greens and you're in one of those firm or your low-cut areas, a hybrid's great. Just get the heel of that club off the ground a little bit, choke up on your hybrid, and, and hit it like a putt um because it doesn't have that leading edge that can dig into the ground that sometimes people hit their club fat when they're trying to hit those shots that hybrid will make that easier but yeah i remember what that was happening and and to see the creating i'm I'm old enough to remember
1: watching sebi whip around uh british open golf courses and watching his creativity at play so what would you suggest if if you're not on the putting surface where obviously you would use putter but what if it's maybe like in a collection area or a runoff there like is that a spot where i should use a 60-degree wedge, should I use a 7-iron, should I use a hybrid, like, what... Well, I think I think what, there's a lot what, of options. to I think there. about. Yeah, yeah.
2: Well, I guess it would depend what what you're trying to do with the golf ball or what your confidence level is. You know, I'm pretty confident with my lob wedge on a tight lie, so I may use that because I'm comfortable with that. I think a lot of people are more confident with a say a seven iron or a, a seven or eight iron because they're they're a little stronger lofted nowadays. But um, I think that's an excellent shot. So uh, people that aren't confident with their wedges or, or they it may not be an option for them because of whatever their situation is take that take that club move it back in your stance a little bit like your seven i'm gonna gonna use a seven iron yeah um take it back in your stance stand closer narrow stance a little back in your stance choke up on it and get that heel of the club off it's kind of important because that prevents the club from digging and you'll hit it a little bit off the toe i think we used this tip last year but it's a great tip um and then you hit it a tiny bit off the toe on those irons and it'll come off nice and uniform sometimes when you're chipping with an iron There's a little hot spot on those clubs. Sometimes the ball will jump off a little bit hot, so you want to kind of deaden it by hitting it a tiny bit towards the toe of the golf club. And you achieve that by standing close, getting the heel of the club off the ground, and a nice short uh, grip. So choke down way on the grip and putting stroke. And the handle of the club should always be ahead when you're hitting that shot. Make sure the handle of the club isn't behind the ball at impact.
1: That's one thing that I think i feel like i'm doing a better job at is looking at options i used to always just grab my lob wedge or 60 and just be like all right i'm just gonna try to land it by the by the pin if you have green to work with i feel like i'm i'm doing a better job i know in my game of seeing okay you know what this is flat here Mm -hmm. it's it i can bump and run this fairly easily and i think it's a simpler shot yeah and i think it's even going back to the miss for me is is a a much better result if i'm doing a bump and run versus if i'm trying that flop shot maybe i accidentally skull it because i lift up or maybe i fly it or whereas this bump and run the miss i'm still maybe going to be within 10 feet even if it's you know not one of my quote better shots in this so i i I guess i'm looking at it in that way too is that i'm still maybe keeping par and play or something along those lines yeah Yeah.
2: and and i like what you're thinking there because the the simpler shots the better so if i'm standing next to the green and i'm trying to throw the ball underhanded to the hole how am I going to do that? If I've got a long way to go, I'm going to basically roll it. I'm going to get yeah. down and get it on the ground and get it rolling. If I've got a short way to go, I may throw it higher in the air. And that's kind of how I visualize that shot. And I think if you you take a lot of negative options out when you hit the chip and run, too, so you take a lot of those bad shots out. And you should practice it a little. It's hard, you know, if you haven't ever hit that shot, go to the before you're round instead of just hitting all putts around the putting green, drop a couple on the collar and take your seven iron out and hit some hit some low rollers and just, you know, get used to that. And that's a that's the simpler the better and, and don't complicate the shot by trying to a lot of people try to throw the ball in the air for every pitch, everything around the green they think they need to hit it high. Go watch the tour players and watch Next weekend at the British Open or the Open, I'm sorry. Yes,
1: and uh, and see how they approach it and and learn from their games. Yeah, I, th- I think you'll see a lot of creativity with that and experimenting, right? Yeah, like you're experimenting. Yeah, yeah. and and sometimes you're right. It, maybe it's elevated. Maybe I need a little bit more lofted club. Maybe I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw it up, let it land in the green. Mm-hmm. If it's flatter, maybe you can bump it through the fringe or or that first cut and stuff like that. So yeah, I think that's been a, a real, I think, fun part for me trying to improve my scores strategizing around the green a little bit more i try not to land it in the rough though i try to make sure the first land is on the green on the green yeah last thing the ball up against the collar sometimes happens yes is that a spot to use like a hybrid or or would you still putt it and maybe hit a little bit more down on the ball like what do you you know what i do is i'll take my
2: wedge um my sand Mm -hmm. wedge and i'll use it like a putter and i'll elevate it a half inch or whatever it is, because I, I feel like that'll cut through that collar a little bit better. My putter, I'm afraid that, you know, it'll uh I'll de-loft it or it'll pop up in the mm-hmm. air. What I'm going to try to do is I'll take the leading edge of that sand wedge, I'll, I'll raise it about a half inch or to the, the equator of the golf ball, and, and I'll take a bunch of practice strokes, feeling how that goes through that rough into that other area, and then I try to hit the equator of the golf ball, and it'll get it rolling just like a putt,
1: okay? It, yeah, that one you might want to practice once or twice. Good tips there on uh, some of the creativity around the green shots that you'll be watching this week uh, at the Open Championship. Again, brought to you by the Western New York PGA, which has one goal growing, and putt- promoting and growing the game of golf today, tomorrow, and beyond. Uh, also, kudos to those that uh, were at Drive, Chip, and Putt on Thursday. The Western New York PGA was a, a part of that. I know a lot of their staff and volunteers were there uh, at Glen Oak Golf Course. And congrats to all the participants and those that are moving on to the next round Chance to maybe end up at Augusta National—that would be kind of fun. Yeah, that is, we've had some kids from the area do it. That's for sure. Yeah. Speaking of the area, another cool event coming up next week, where we'll be for our show next Saturday, Niagara Falls Country Club hosting the Porter Cup. It's the 63rd annual Porter Cup uh, coming up next week. Uh, we'll be there on Saturday for the final round. The tournament is Wednesday through Saturday. It's free. It's open to the public. If you've never been up to Niagara Falls Country Club. Uh, as Jeff and I will attest, it's one of the most beautiful walks in Western New York golf. It is, yes. And uh, not only if you've if you've never seen the course, you can check it out, but a chance to see uh, the next set of great players uh, possibly on the PGA Tour. There will be tour players coming out of this. Yeah. You can, every year there's somebody in this event
2: that ends up on the tour, that's for sure.
1: So a name that maybe, if you've been following the tour this year, Denny McCarthy's had a really good year and had a chance to, he was close at the U.S. Open, and even was there the following week uh, at the Travelers Championship. He won the Porter Cup in 2017. So that's just a real recent player that's already had immediate success on the PGA Tour. And we had a local guy win it last year, Ben Reichert, which was great. You know, I mean,
2: there hadn't been a local guy win that in 40 or 50 years or something like that. And you know, he went on to win the New York State Open or Amateur and the Florida Amateur too. So he's a good player. And, and those are the kind of players you get when you uh, when you go watch the Porter Cup. These are tour level kids that are going
1: to be tour the next step for most of these kids is trying to get on the tour yeah so just a little more background on this event um as jeff said pga tour players for sure uh, will end up playing uh, uh, that it will play in this event will will be there for this event uh when we were there for media day on thursday uh media chairman marty schimmel gave everybody by the way thanks to marty and everybody for hosting us uh, A very very fun event they give us a nice lunch spread which of course uh, we've discussed we yeah. value that so 86 players will be in this event from 11 different countries marty said it's believed to be the most countries ever represented at the ryder cup uh he also believes you know they didn't have the exact number but could be the youngest group again um they actually will have a guy that we remember we interviewed last year at east aurora zevi perez a 12 year old i uh, saw that yeah. will be the youngest participant in porter cup history Will Thompson was a 13 year old player out of Rochester that ended up playing for the University of Texas mm-hmm. uh, you remember him, I do from maybe maybe about a half dozen or so years ago, maybe more than that even uh, was 13 was the youngest now Zevi Perez, a 12 year old will be playing in this Porter Cup event next week. but he can play it's not It's just not like a cute story that he's playing right. the kid. The kid's good. Yeah, he can play. He's won a lot of tournaments across the country. He yep. goes all over. He was at the International Junior Masters uh, in East Aurora a few weeks ago. He's got the NIL contracts already. Yes, yeah. Yes. So locally, uh, in terms of interest of players, you mentioned Ben Reichert, um, that won it last year, uh, a player that locally that has been playing outstanding golf. Mm-hmm. And I know the people at Niagara Falls Country Club are really excited about it. Anthony Delasante out of Sanborn. Um, he played his first year of college golf at Valparaiso. Mm-hmm. Had a great freshman year, and he's going to be playing in it this year. And I haven't met Anthony. I've heard a lot about it, and I see
2: the scores Anthony shoots. And, you know, he is a, he's no joke. He's a fine player. He'll be fun to watch. It'd be fun to have him compete and do well in this event. And he's supposed to be a gentleman on top of everything else, too. So um, I'm rooting for him this week. You know, he'll be the guy I'll be watching on the leaderboard as I check the scores every day from this event, because I'm always checking the scores on yep. this. This is, a, this is a cool event, and I want to see these names and
1: remember these kids. Another player that's ranked high with amateur ranking points, Garrett Rank, who oh, finished yes. second last year to Reichert in the tournament. Um what's he more famous for? The committee was saying that yes, he's more famous maybe for being known as an NHL official. Yes. So he'll be playing and you got to think he's going to be one of the favorites to try to win this week after finishing second last year. And he's not young. So there are, I mean these are yeah. just amateurs. Uh, most, of the,
2: most of the fields young, but there's right. players like Garrett Rank who competes in the US amateur who's who's a, a
1: super good player. I mean, he's he's well known in amateur circles throughout the country. This event has had some of the best in the world to play it, including you know, if you think about the best ever, Tiger Woods, mm-hmm. he had a hole in one on the twelfth hole on the par three there. There's a plaque uh, there, Niagara for that. Falls yep. for Country Club for that. Phil Mickelson, of course, has won many majors. He won the event in 1990. David Duval has won this event too. Ben Crenshaw has won this event. So Didn't Clampett win it or something like that. Maybe yeah, yeah. Bobby Clampett. Yeah, there's yeah. there's, there's been he played. Oh he, he, yeah, he has played it. But um, some of the names that you may f- know right now. You know, that have played professional golf. Dustin Johnson, he played in this event. Ricky Fowler played in this event. Justin Thomas played in this event. So uh, there are some, some, they say Fowler, Fowler Ricky yeah. Fowler has played in this event. Um, there has been a lot of players that you would recognize from the PGA Tour um, that have gone on to go from the, you know, playing in the Porter Cup and, and going on to play in the PGA Tour. Which so it's. Yeah, a lot of these kids, this will be their last summer amateur golf, or yes. some of them
2: will be their last event as an amateur. And they'll. Then they'll start working on trying to get their tour card. Yeah,
1: so a really good field, 86 players, 11 countries, starts on Wednesday at Niagara Falls Country Club. We would encourage you to go up and uh, and cheer them on. And, uh, again, kudos to all those involved with getting that tournament done. Running tournaments, a lot of work. Those at uh, East Aurora that did the IJM a few weeks ago know all about that. And now Mm -hmm. another uh, event uh, coming up at the Porter Cup. So another cool spot for golf in western New York. Yeah, we are, we're lucky to
2: have all these events in our backyard that are, are nationally known. And like next year, we're hosting the PGA Championship in Rochester again at Oak Hill. And, um, and that's, that's you know, people, well, you can't be good at and Well, hey, yeah, there's some of the best golf courses in the country and some of the best golf in the country played in this area.
1: Yeah. Hey, before we go to break, we want to remind you, sign up for our Tee to Green Duster Putting Challenge. It's Friday, August 12th at Glen Oak Golf Course in Amherst. starts at 6 o'clock. It benefits the PGA Reach Foundation here in Western New York. Uh, it's just a $35 donation. and It gets you into the putting contest, gets you a, a full dinner, unlimited beverages. We've got 50-50 going on. We'll have other raffles. We're going to be giving away foursomes to some great courses all across Western New York, uh, courtesy of a lot of our PGA pros donating that. So uh, it's a really fun time. We've got yeah, music going. It it's fun. Yeah. And you come... And you're going to putt for 18 holes, and we have 72 golfers in it. And then the top 16 go on, and they have uh, little nine-hole mini match plays. And then we crown a champion. We give him the, the lights pacer putter for our good late friend Mark Pacer. Yes, under the lights at that point. Uh, and uh, we crown you as Western New York's best putter. But we want everybody to sign up. Even if you are not even a, quote, you know, hardcore golfer, If uh, if you're playing and you want to bring your spouse or you want to bring your kid, like, feel free we'd love to have you um i'll tweet out the link again um at uh, during the commercial break here coming up but you can also sign up wnypga.com Click on the tournaments tab and then just go down to August 12th. And it's right there. You can sign up again. It's just a $35 donation. We'd love to have you come. All you do is bring your putter and yeah. you'll have a great night of fun. We talked to David Jones after we were at East Aurora,
2: the the PGA professional at East Aurora country. And he said, man, this is just a, he looks forward to it on his calendar now. And his family
1: likes to go too. even if they're not playing, they like to watch. Yeah, so. His son Cole will be playing in <laughs> it yep. as well this year. And uh, Charlie Fisher from Orchard Park, who's played for Orchard Park High School recently, uh, has won it two years in a row i got a a hey. little text from his coach nate leary that says he he uh, he, he should be back for going for the three feet this oh, year he, yeah i'm sure he won't <laughs> he played in the
2: junior masters yeah that's right yes. yes so a lot of good
1: golf yeah okay time out here from pendleton creek uh when we come back we'll look ahead to next week's open championship we'll give you our picks as we roll on here from pendleton creek pga pro jeff meet i'm brian Colziel, corey jackson back in our Amherst studios we appreciate you listening and waking up here with us on a Saturday morning. More Tea to Green coming up from Pendleton Creek right after this
6: on WGR. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news,
1: Welcome back. It's uh, our check of the PGA Tour leaderboard here, brought to you by Callaway Chrome Soft. This ball is different, and also by Puma Golf Shoes. Well, the, a lot of the PGA pros are playing in the Genesis Scottish Open in North Berwick, Scotland. That's where our Kevin Sylvester is this week. You can hear him on PGA Tour radio. Cameron Tringales had a, a, a nice first round, a 61. He followed up with a 72 yesterday, but he's still got a three-shot lead. Over Gary Woodland and Doug Gim, so Tringali at minus seven, Woodland and Gim at minus four. There's a big group at minus three that include a couple of big names. U.S. Open champion Matthew Fitzpatrick's at minus three, so he's right there. Xander Shoffley, who just won recently on the PGA Tour, is at minus three. And how about this? Ricky Fowler, a guy that we you know, a talented player that unfortunately maybe is uh, not heading in the right direction with the way his career's going. He's at minus two, tied for eighth. Fowler has actually played open championships pretty good. What a great story that could be if he could be in contention next week,
2: Jeff. That would be a lot of fun to see him. He's he's such a fan favorite. And speaking of fan favorites, this is the Champions Tour Leaderboard Report brought to you by Donald Ross Clothing, the world's finest golf attire. We got a four-way tie at the Bridgestone Senior Players Championship at Firestone Country Club in Akron. Steven Anker at 6-under tied with Tim Petrovic, Alex Cheka. And Joe Durant, so that's a nice golf course
1: for those guys to play this week. LPGA, this uh, no event this week officially on the tour. The last event that they played was the uh, the LPGA Women's Championship a few weeks ago when uh, Inji Chung played. So uh, no official event there uh, this week on the LPGA tour. Okay, let's talk about the Open Championship here in our final segment next week. It'll be at St Andrews, oh, the, the home, home of golf, golf. the hundred yeah. fiftieth Open. Pretty cool that they have event there. You-
2: if you could pick one event to win i mean that's pretty cool to win the british 150th open at st andrews that'd be uh that's a feather in anybody's cap right there you uh, they'd never take that one away from you
1: and tiger woods playing yes which is cool he played in the pro am in ireland last week didn't do so well what are we expecting from tiger you know i expect him to be
2: competitive he wouldn't be there if he didn't feel he was competitive i'm not going to look at his pro-am score and judge anything with that because who know you know knowing tiger he might have been out there trying to hit certain shots all day that match what he's going to try to do at saint andrews more so than worrying about what score he was shooting that day i know he went to i want to say royal Berwick or he went to another golf course this week with Mm -hmm. mory mcelroy saw some videos of those two hanging out together uh, discussing uh discussing the science and art of the game of golf and um i think if tigers well at first of all we'll get a million eyeballs because everybody wants to watch tiger and everybody's going to be rooting for him mm-hmm. I, and that's the, it's a flat golf course he should be able to get around he no one's more creative with the golf ball than tiger so i do think he's going to have a a good chance to be very competitive this week
1: all right at the top i don't think yeah i mean if, if woods makes the cut i think i'd, I'd consider that as i know it's not a with Tiger, right, but yeah. that would be the success bar for me i think you know coming. i think in. he's going to make the cut easier walk he knows this course doesn't have to hit driver that much if he doesn't want to remember that year he won it i think that was 2000 he didn't even hit a driver
2: yeah he just hit iron get
1: that stinger back right get it ready to go yeah he can hit that still
2: yeah and you know, just because the creativity requires and the and the discipline to, it takes, because you're going to get those funky bounces over there, and some people that can send them sideways. Tigers played enough golf that he'll uh, he'll just take that with a grain of salt and just keep moving. But he'll 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 avoid the trouble. He'll map his way around the golf course. If he puts pretty well, I think he should have a decent week.
1: All right. At the top of the betting odds, Rory McIlroy nine right. to one is the betting favorite. What do you think about McIlroy's chances this oh, week? I think
2: they're outstanding. I think he's the favorite, and he's be, he'd be the guy I'd pick because he's he firing on all cylinders. Um, nobody in the game right now, when they're on top of their game, is as good as Rory McIlroy.
1: He is not playing in the Scottish Open this week, so which was weird. Yeah, but he's the only guy in the top. 10 in the world i think that is not playing in this event this week so you got a lot of other big names including john Rahm, who by the way is even uh in this event tied this week at the scottish open tied for 21st Rahm is 11 to 1 he's got to be another guy you got to think about this week yeah and he finally got his little chat with tiger to pick his brain about yeah. the golf
2: course that he wanted um and obviously he's as talented as anybody in the world but um he it, it they are all—they're all, they're so good, and it's going to be such a competitive field. I feel like we have about eight or ten players we could talk about that are really got a good chance to win this week, and wouldn't surprise you.
1: With that being said, here's the next bunch of names, at least according to the odds makers: Scotty Scheffler, Justin Thomas, Jordan Spieth, Colin Morikawa, who of course has won an Open Championship recently, Matthew Fitzpatrick, who's been playing well, Xander Shoffley, who's been playing well. I'm a little surprised Spieth's up there in the odds. I think
2: maybe because he's popular, a lot of people bet him. But I, you know, I I don't think I've seen too much form from him lately. So
1: Spieth, of course, won an open at St. Andrews. So good point. That could be it. And yeah. we know, look at what did we spend our tip of the week on? The short game creativity. There's nobody as good as Spieth. He's one of the best in the world, right? In oh terms yeah. Of that short game. Yeah,
2: maybe maybe I retract my previous yeah. statement now. It's starting to make more sense. No, it yep. makes
1: sense because Spieth's been inconsistent and all that this year, but. I just think maybe the format set up, the course. Yeah, going back uh, past success
2: at a facility. You know, as a golfer, you always want to go to those places you played well at before because it gives you a boost of confidence.
1: By the way, Spieth yesterday on social media put out a statement saying that, you know, oh, if there's any sort of rumors out there about me joining the Live Tour, 100% false. He's like, I'm committed to the PGA Tour. So if you had seeing any of that with Spieth, uh he says he's all about the PGA Tour. But we will get some of the Live Golfers that... Uh, Have been playing in this including dustin johnson he'll be there um he's the the highest ranked uh live golf tour player uh, on this list but let's even the guy look at will zell torres had a chance to win like six of the last eight majors he's a guy that you got to think about too in an event like this. i know
2: we all look at his putting stroke and think how is he doing this but he does it and you know well that putting stroke it won't hold up well it's been holding up at all the majors and how come he putts well when it matters most like at the majors and i guess we focus on him missing putts and we forget to focus on how many putts he makes and he does seem to just turn it on once the major lights go on
1: tiger by the way officially 40 to 1 uh in this event, but uh, guys still ahead of him that, again, you wouldn't be surprised if they're there. and who has been on the cusp of winning a major, he's 40 to 1. Terrell Hatton, 35 to 1. He's playing well this week. Sam Burns has had a really good year. He's 35 to 1. Kepka's played open championships well, uh, 28 to 1. hovland 28 to 1. Cantley, 28 to 1. Matsuyama. I mean, the names just continue to go and go here. Golf is so deep right now, it's great. And another major, the final one of the year here coming up.
2: Yeah, and. To cap off a great golf year and all the everything that's going on to get it back to its roots at, at St. Andrews and and hopefully there'll be a little bit of weather, a little bit of wind to make it look like uh one of those British opens we like to watch.
1: All right. Who do you like? I,
2: I like Rory. Yeah, I think uh he just hits it too well and he's playing too well right now and he's got too many tools. He's got more more tools in his bag than any of the other golfers.
1: I would agree. I'd be rooting hard for Rory. I think it I think, you know. Other than, other than Tiger winning, I think yeah. it's the best story if Rory wins, Just especially because of how he has been the face of the PGA Tour. We know it hasn't been easy maybe for him to talk and say some of the things he has. I'm sure there's some friendships that maybe, you know, might not be as strong at the moment yeah, because of some great. of the things that he's said. So I think him winning, I mean, the most realistic storyline, again, if Tiger wins, we know that's, the, that's the, the, the biggest story possible. But if if Rory wins, I think it's it's an absolutely great story. Um Talking myself into Spieth here with just he, thinking about all those sort of things. But you know who's been close, who's been playing well, is Shoffley, who's played this event well. I think I think maybe this is the week he finally gets his major. So that's going to be my pick this week. Yeah, I, I mean, it's
2: easy to pick Rory. Um, and, and Will torres is another name I'd like to watch because, like you said, it just, I hope he gets it. He gets again, his major. He's been right he, on the doorstep. He's been so close so many times, and it'd be nice to... And, Nice to see him break through and get that off his back. Yeah. I
1: would agree. Hey, if you're thinking about who maybe you're going to make a, a wager on, uh, make sure you follow our Jeff Blank on Twitter and Instagram. He posts his picks and his wager advice every day uh, during the course of the tournament. Wednesday, he does his video preview. Tuesday, he does his value chart. He, and uh, he uses
2: data. He's not just. Yes. Edit. Yes, he's, he's using data. And
1: he's having great success. So uh, make sure you follow him at Jeff Blank T2G. Uh, Jeff actually was a par- was a part of our group on uh, Thursday at uh, Porter Cup Media Day, along with myself and uh, and others. So uh, my brother was there. Nate Geary was there from the radio station from WGR. So we had a good time. But uh, make sure you follow Jeff's um, posts on uh, if you like to put a little uh, bucks on the side here, a few wagers on the open. Feel free to do so again at Jeff Blank T2G. All right, I'm going to tweet out the link for the Duster Challenge. Make sure you sign up for that. Jeff, have a great weekend. Yeah, it's a beautiful weekend. I, I look forward to playing a little golf today. Next week, uh, we'll be at Niagara Falls Country Club talking about the Porter Cup yep. and talking about the Open Championship. Don't forget, if you want to go up to the Porter Cup, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, we'll be up there for the final round. Looking forward to that. As uh, That's where we'll be next week for our show.
2: Okay, Jeff, have a great weekend. Yeah, you too, Brian. And it was great to have those kids on this morning. I love seeing those smiling faces and that attitude first thing in the morning.
1: I agree. Aiden and Jack, the kids that joined us, uh, and uh, Dylan Hayes, the head golf professional. Don Schneider, the uh, director of golf here, also giving us a warm welcome, and uh, we thank Pendleton Creek for their support of TD Green all throughout our golf season, which is where we are today. Thanks to Corey Jackson back in our studios for PGA Pro Jeff Minas. Kevin Sylvester over in Scotland. You can listen to him on PGA Tour Radio as well. He's Work on the Genesis. Yeah. Scottish Open, so enjoy that. Good luck to all the Ryder Cup players here today at Pendleton Creek. They're lining up. Uh, Get, it looks like a big crowd. Getting ready to go. Yeah. I'm Brian Colziel. Thanks for listening. T to Green, every Saturday from 7 to
0: 8, right here on WGR. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.